Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am very excited to have this conversation with Laura Sinclair of the LJ Social Agency and Laura Sinclair Coaching. Welcome into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast, Laura. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. The power of social media. We were just talking before we hopped on to record just about how social media can bring us all together. You know, we have these common themes and common audiences and, and really this community out there that we've connected through the internet. And that's pretty darn cool when you think about it. It's really cool. And, you know, I come from a corporate background where I, you know, worked in an office. So there was always people around. And now in my business as an entrepreneur, I work from home. And while that is lovely and has many benefits, I do miss some of the in-person connection. And social media has brought, for me, some really beautiful relationships with other mothers that are doing similar type of work or at least on similar journeys as me. And that really has been such a gift. Yeah. And we will definitely dive into community in today's episode. So Laura, give us the backstory. Who are you? What do you do? Who do you help? Who? We how how long we got? No, I know. I, right? um, I'm a mom of two, so I have a, a five year old daughter and a two year old son. And my background is in marketing. That is my zone of genius. So I'm a marketing mentor and business mentor. I help ambitious entrepreneurial mothers build their businesses, get their businesses seen, while also navigating the duality of being a mom and CEO at the same time. Because we all know that is a heavy load to carry. And I also have the pleasure of owning a social media marketing agency, the LJ Social Agency, where we serve impact-driven entrepreneurs to help them become the businesses that everybody is talking about. Mm-hmm. And that is something I think we all desire is to be mm-hmm. seen and to be heard. So how have you found running a business and being a mom? How does that dynamic work for you? Yeah, that's a really interesting question. And for me, you know, I was an entrepreneur before I became a mother. So I owned a brick and mortar gym for five years. And when I bought that gym, I had no children. And I became a mother during that time. And for me, you know, being an entrepreneur is hard. Being an entrepreneur with kids is harder. And I have can say that from experience. I'm not just saying it because, you know, being a mom is hard, but um, it is it is just the truth. And when I didn't have children, when I ran my business, you know, I, I got to pour myself 100% into the things that I needed for me, the things I needed for my business. And everything was very, I don't want to use the word simple, but clean. It was, you know, easy to make decisions. It was, there was always the obvious choice. And when I became a mother, you know, first of all, having a baby for the first time and navigating what that means, it really shifted my sense of self because I previously had this, I'm an entrepreneur, I own this business, I'm an athlete, all the things that I, you know, defined myself as. And then I became a mother and all of a sudden I'm stuck at home in a diaper while my business is still running and having to navigate 
these very conflicting priorities and what that means for me as a woman, as a mother, as a human, for Laura. Um, so that was a really, that was a really challenging dynamic for me. Um, and it took me about a year to get to a place where I was like, okay, I'm really comfortable with this definition of myself as a mom and this definition of myself as an entrepreneur. And, um, those definitions aren't always the same definitions that other people, you know, when we think about motherhood, we often talk about martyrdom, right. And being selfless and giving yourself up for, for that role. And, recognizing that in order for me to be good as an entrepreneur and then to do well with my business, I can't do that. Yeah. And that's okay. Um, and so for me, that that's, that's really been my journey. My journey has been landing in a place of really redefining motherhood, what it means for me, and also allowing and, and working with other women to help them to do the same because they are really conflicting priorities, right? Motherhood is a full-time job. Entrepreneurship is a full-time job. <laughs> so how do you do both? How do you do both? How do you have it all? Um, and that's really been the path that I've been on. I love it. And what you're doing is so impactful for so many that are on that exact same journey. So what pivots did you have to make when you became a mom in business? Yeah. Because, okay, you're, you're running this business. Now you have this baby. And you know, mm -hmm. like you said, it took time. It wasn't just an overnight, okay, I'm awesome at both. How did you navigate that big pivot? I'm, you know what, it was really getting it wrong. You know, when I look at that first year of, um, you know, mothering and, and navigating owning a brick and mortar, right. That's like, we're not, I own a digital business now, but at the time I own a brick and mortar business, which required someone to physically be there at all times. And a lot of it, you know, I own the gym with my husband. A lot of that put the weight on my husband. And, um, in that first year, it was really hard on him. And it was really hard on our marriage. And you sort of had to take a look at my life. And while everything kind of felt like it was falling apart, my marriage was falling apart. My business wasn't doing well. I wasn't enjoying this process of motherhood and was like, wow, like none of this is working. None of this is working. I need to, you know, reestablish what is going to be normal. And one of the biggest decisions came down to, I need to hire some help. I cannot do this by myself. I cannot ask my husband to do all of these things. I cannot, you know, that's, this isn't working. Um, and so for me, a lot of it was starting to invest in help. So we hired a business coach for the first time. Uh, that was a $5,000 U S investment. Um, I'm, I'm Canadian. If anyone's picked it up in my voice, listening to the podcast and some, depending on where you live in the U S you would think I have an accent. Other people don't, but, um, you know, 5,000 U S is about at the time, I think it was about $6,500 Canadian. So it was the largest investment I've ever made. But we're at a point where it's like, this is not either my marriage is going to end or my business is going to close because this isn't working. Um, so hiring a business coach was a big, big thing there. But also being able to take the risk of hiring staff, hiring an admin for the front desk, a front desk person that, you know. I was doing every role in my business. I was cleaning the floors. I was coaching the classes. I was doing the bookkeeping. I was doing the marketing, literally every hat. And um, after that first year of like everything just hitting the fan, <laughs> and it's like, this isn't going to, this isn't going to work anymore. And starting to outsource and, and recognizing that investing in my business in different ways, whether that's in coaching or in people was the only way that I was going to be able to pull that all off. Yeah. You know, I honestly just appreciate how 
raw and vulnerable you just got there because how mm-hmm. often do we just see the person that we aspire to be we just see the success we just see the yeah. shiny objects of wow she's doing all of these things like she's she's got it made it we forget about the journey and i love how you said yeah. i had to get wrong and mm-hmm. that's isn't that where we learn it's in yes. in getting it wrong it's in the messy action it's in the chaos that we learn and we grow yeah. and we realize, you know what? It's okay to outsource things. It's okay mm-hmm. to ask for help because you can't do it all. Something's got to give somewhere. So I just, I truly appreciate your, your vulnerability because so many of us can relate to that right there, but that's hard to do. So when you finally realized, okay, I need to start outsourcing some things, how did you even go about starting to do that? Like, how did you identify, okay, where do I even begin? Yeah. And this is actually an exercise that I have all of my clients do when they start to have this conversation of, okay, I need to outsource. And it really starts with making a list of every single thing that you do in your day, in your job, in your business. And that comes down to cleaning, doing the laundry, everything, right? If you are buying supplies for, which I was, I was buying toilet paper for my business, for the bathrooms in the gym, like any, any role, anything that you do in your day, top to bottom. And then looking at what are the things that are easy to outsource? And there will be things. And for most business owners, unless you're really an expert at this, bookkeeping is usually the easiest thing to outsource. If you are doing your own bookkeeping, my advice to you is to stop for the cost of what a bookkeeper is. If you need to outsource that, I think I pay my bookkeeper somewhere like most bookkeepers are somewhere between 30 and 40, sometimes $50 an hour. But for the amount of time that it will take them, please pay a bookkeeper. But really just looking at that list. Okay. What are the things that I know that I can outsource? So a cleaner was one of them. We have a cleaner that comes to our house every two weeks because that's just a thing that I can outsource that's cost efficient for me to do so. You know, I recognize that I'm in a place in my business where I have that privilege, but we also hired a nanny. We hired a nanny so that the nanny could come and be here with my daughter and I could work on the things that I need to work on. And then it's looking at, okay, what are the, I outsource cleaning in my gym, also cleaning my gym. There's a theme, (laughs) but what are the tasks that are easy to outsource and how can you do that quickly? Um, And really starting to recognize, okay, there's probably a lot of things that I was doing in my business that I just didn't need to be, um, uh, weren't cost efficient for me to be doing, um, and really just starting there. And I had the support of my mentor as well um, when I was going through this process for the first time, which was great, but ended up with hiring support for both in the home and in my business, because that was the only way that we were going to return to any sense of normalcy and return to a place where I felt like I got to be something other than just a mom. Because there's not, there's absolutely nothing wrong with staying home with your children if that's what you desire for your life. It's not what I desire for my life. I am not cut out to be a stay-at-home mom. My version of being the best mom I can be is making enough money to send my kids to the best school that they can go to so they can get what they need there. And then I, they can come home and I can be fully present. But even that, took some time for me to, to me to land on it and be comfortable with even saying out loud, let alone on a podcast. Um, (laughs) but certainly like 
just really looking at your life and it can take some time to write all these things down, but it's such a worthwhile exercise because you will start to see like, oh, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. This will be cost efficient to outsource. I could probably open up more space for myself to make more money in my business, but also myself to take better care of myself, which then trickles down to every other relationship you have at home as well. So I think for me that that's the biggest exercise. It's something that I have my clients do often. And certainly when we first start working together, because it can be so powerful. Um, most moms that come to me are overwhelmed. They're overwhelmed. They have big ambitions for their business. They really want to be present mothers, present partners, um, and make space for themselves. And they just can't. Um, and this exercise I find um, can be really pivotal. And not all those roles you might be able to outsource today, but you at least get yourself an order of, okay, this is what I'm outsourcing. And here's my goal timing for when that's going to happen. And for me, that, that exercise changed my life. Oh my gosh. Incredible. And I can truly appreciate that because I'm in the same boat. I am not meant to be a stay at home mom. And there's nothing wrong with that. Can we please normalize that conversation mm -hmm. that you are more than just a mom, just because you have these children that you love dearly. It's okay. If you desire more, we shouldn't yes. be pigeonholing ourselves and beating ourselves up if we feel this way. I mean, me personally, like the sight of slime and glitter just gives me anxiety even thinking about <laughs> it. Like I don't do crafts. I am not that person, yeah. but I've gotten to the yeah. point where I'm okay with that. So mm -hmm. to change that narrative and, and celebrate that, that it's yeah. okay. We can be both. And we yeah. need to stop judging each other for the role that we take. But yes. too, you touched even upon not only outsourcing in your business, outsourcing in your home. Mm -hmm. What a game changer that can be. You know, I often think, okay, yeah, I'm outsourcing. Yeah, it's going to cost me a little bit of money. But what's the cost if I don't outsource that? Because do I mm -hmm. want to be spending time with my kids or do I want to be spending time cleaning a toilet day in and day out? And yeah. especially then with the business too, it's the time versus money. You're freeing up your time. You are literally creating more time that you can focus on those income producing activities versus all that nitty gritty stuff that you don't necessarily need to be doing like bookkeeping. So I'll tell you that just yeah. drives me batty. Like number, mm -mm, <laughs> nope. Here you go. A tax time too. I'm there. You oh, go. No. Wonderful. How about my it? accountant? Right. Yeah. That is not my zone of genius whatsoever. Nor do I want it to be. So just having yeah. that awareness is incredible. Yeah, and and Amy, it's not. And it's you know, yes, absolutely to free up up time in the business. And for me. I am a human that, you know, when I think about my core values, freedom is one of them. And one, and when I talk about freedom, you know, usually we think about time freedom or financial freedom for one of them for me is actually freedom of the mind is to like mm -hmm. free myself of, of carrying things and to allow my brain to do the things that bring me joy. Um, and so, you know, the one example that I like to use when I tell people things that I've outsourced in my home, I have two large dogs. I outsourced pickup in the yard and had had that outsourced for years because I have small children and I did not want, I just want to go outside in the summer and play with my kids. I don't want to be like, wait, stay here. I need to go <laughs> get the bag, the poop bag and the shovel before we can go outside to play. 
right? I didn't do that. So I paid, I think $20 a week for somebody to come and clean up the yard so that I literally don't, I don't have to do it, but B, I don't even have to think about it. And so for that, it's just freeing my mind from the consideration that I have to, oh, make sure that someone's gone out to the yard and picked up my dog's business. Right. And so that's a big part of it too. It's not even on my list anymore. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. Cause you're right. We always think about financial freedom, freedom of, of time, but freedom of mind. Ooh, that's good. Because when he, when it comes down to it, I think that's something we all crave that we all, that's like a basic root desire. We want to feel at peace. We want to feel calm and that makes us less burnt out, more productive. Think about the, the ripple effect freedom of mind can create for you. That Mm -hmm. right there can be life-changing. Yeah. I mean, you think about the invisible load of motherhood, right? It's the stuff that, you know, just the other day I was like, okay, I need shampoo. I need conditioner. I got to get more detangler. I got to get a passport. I got to book a a two-year checkup appointment for my son. Like all of these other things, these are the invisible things that just happen. And, you know, typically it's the mother that's carrying this load. Um, or the primary parent is the one carrying the load. You know, that if you're the one buying shampoo and conditioner or clipping your child's nails, that you're the primary parent. (laughs) That's how, you know, um, but there's, you know, that's not freedom of the mind. There's a lot that you can, that weighs you down. And so the more that you can outsource, you know, whether it's putting shampoo on an Amazon subscription, (laughs) right. The, the better, because you're just freeing yourself from having to carry that never ending checklist in your head. It doesn't mean it's not going to, it's not going to completely go away. But I think the more that you can do, the more you can set up in your life to support you from that load becoming heavier or things just becoming automatic, whether it's outsourcing or subscriptions or whatever it is, right? Um, That's going to get us closer, closer to feeling that way. Oh my gosh. Such good information, Laura. You are truly a gem and just brought so much light upon this subject that we don't talk about enough. You know, when we think about outsourcing, so many times we feel guilty about Mm -hmm. it. But once you do it, you don't feel guilty. It's actually it's actually a form of of self-care because now you're freeing yourself up to thrive. Beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. Laura, where can we learn more? Yeah, you know what? The best, the easiest place to find me is on Instagram. I hang out at it's Laura Sinclair. I know Amy will put my links in the show notes. I also have a podcast that will be coming out in February. The podcast is called This Mother Means Business. I'd love for you to check it out, Amy. I'd love for you to come on and be a part of that conversation as well. We'll be talking about ambitious entrepreneurial mothers and having a lot of similar conversations. So if you enjoyed the conversation Amy and I had today, we'll be continuing it over on the podcast. I love it. And I cannot wait to listen in because it's, it's truly us coming together and having these conversations and letting each other know you are not alone, that we are really going to change the narrative, that we are going to thrive together. Laura, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy schedule to chat with us today. Until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 